They've been teasing it for years now, since the first season of The Flash, that Crisis on Infinite Earths was somewhere that they were going to be heading in the Arrowverse. And at the end of last year's Elseworlds crossover, it was confirmed the next big crossover event is Crisis on Infinite Earths. And there's a lot of news that's been coming out about it. That's what we're going to be discussing in this episode of Legends of Podcasting. Now, joining me in the Wave Rider is... Ross and Rob. And I'm Liam. So let's jump into it. Now, there's a lot of news. I know we're all very excited. We've been talking about recording this episode ever since the uh, finales of the last, se- uh, last season of all the TV shows. I would say last December when the uh, crossover happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, since last December. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. So, so we had that then. At the uh, so when that was first announced, we all we had was the title, and we saw um, you know the end of the cr- the crossover, the uh, the newspaper pushing for the time changing on the crossover. That was at the end of the crossover, right? It was at the end of Flash. I think it was at the end. It was at the end of the last season of Flash. That was the end of last season of Flash. Let's see, I'm, they, they're all kind of blending together for me now. But uh, <laughs> we did have at the yeah the finale, each of the finales of each of the Arrowverse shows, we got. Uh, the monitor appearing in some capacity in uh, in each one of those, making an appearance as we're all leading up to this big event. And obviously the bigger thing is with Oliver Queen. We know that he made a deal with Ollie in the Elseworlds crossover. And at the end of Arrow, we saw him come to uh, to meet Ollie again. And we also now know that Arrow is going to be, is getting cancelled. It's coming to an end. So yeah. this crossover is going to mark the end of Arrow. So it looks like from all everything that we can see, it looks like uh, Ollie is going to die in, um, in this. So first of all, there is a lot of different things we're going to talk about. So we're going to go through each one of these things and talk, uh, d- discuss them each like uh, one at a time. But first of all, just going on from that point, what are your guys' thoughts on whether or not Ollie is going to die in this event? Rob, what's your thoughts? Well, oh, Ross. I feel like, you know, like in the comic, the, what, the big cover was Superman holding Supergirl, mm-hmm. right? I feel like they, they're going to have to recreate that somehow. But will they do that with Oliver? Or will they do that with somebody else? I think, it's, I think if they're going to kill anyone off, it's going to be Ollie. And if they do that scene, it will be Arrow because it's been the longest running show. It's the one everyone knows. I reckon, but I don't know who... Who would be holding Ollie? Yeah, that's who the would, you, would you be Flash? I, I guess. Supergirl? It would have to be somebody... It would have to be friends, like two well-known friends. It would have to be Barry. We... we Do we still know if they well, would... Well, he's doing it so that those two don't die, isn't it? Yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason. That's the so Barry, Barry would be him. trying to sacrifice himself, and then Ollie's like, no, I made a deal, and dies in this place, and Barry's like, no, he's holding the uh, arrows corpse, because they're, they're probably the most iconic friendship out of the entire of the Arrowverse so far. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no. No. It'll be Diggle as Green Lantern holding Green Arrow. Oh, don't put me. Don't do that to me. Yes, that's what it will be. You know, it could be Ollie holding Barry. Barry could be really hurt, not dead. Barry could be really hurt, and you have Ollie holding him at a point. But. Oh, what happens if it's Ollie from another world holding Oliver that we know dead? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you mean could we get an actual, like, a proper looking green arrow in his yeah, Robin with, Hood with gear? With a goatee and, like, the Robin Hood looking hat. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. <laughs> that, 
That would be awesome. Um, now, one thing I want to say, I did see an interview uh, with Stephen Amell where he's talking about, uh, about his show coming to an end. And he kept on saying repeatedly in it about, um, about him dying. And he said it multiple times. Oh, really? And then he says at a point in it where he's then like, oh, maybe he doesn't die. My thinking here is he said it enough times that I think that maybe he doesn't. Because that's what we're all thinking. We're all assuming yeah, that he's going to die. And yeah, so yeah, him saying in the interview about, uh, he said that, in, it was, I can't remember the exact quote, but he was saying something along the lines of how for Green Arrow's journey, the only way that his journey could really end is if he died. Um, so that was how he was saying it. And yeah, I think he's trying to get a sort of feed into that. So we're all going into this with the expectation that he's going to die. And yeah. actually he's not. And I think there's the possibility if we're looking at previous, uh, crisis in the comics, he could end up in a pocket universe, just like we had, um, the other Superman and Lois, um, well, in the original, in the original eighties crisis. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, they someone ended up in someone the little... last pocket universe. Talking about um, uh, recreating the comics cover, okay, um, that was Superman holding Supergirl. We have both of them in the in CW. Uh, yeah, we do, um, and they recreated that cover for um, for yeah. uh, for some promotional work for Supergirl one season. But, uh, but you know what? Let's... Didn't they have it the other way round when they sort of first introduced Superman in season two? When, um, when it was the first time they got that chest thing to protect them from kryptonite. And I think she was holding him when she beat him up in the water. I think you're night. right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she held him in the same pose. So, so there's lots of stuff. You know, like, I'm going to push ahead just because there's a lot of stuff we've, <laughs> um, we've, that we could talk about this forever. So let's have a little bit of structure here. And let's start off. So I'm, I've got a list of things here. So one of the things we know is uh, Batwoman, who was introduced in uh, the Elseworlds crossover, and she gets her own spin-off. She is going to play a role in this crisis. We also know from this spin-off, I'm pretty sure it, um, from what we know, it's... Uh, from the, the from the teaser that we've seen for the Batwoman TV show coming up, it's going to be her origins is where that's starting, which means yeah. that that is a prequel to the Elseworlds TV show. Yeah. So we're either going to get it like as a prequel and in a time jump forward in order to meet up with, um, with the present um, for the crisis event, or because the big question I've always had is how are you going to start a TV show, have a world changing crisis right in the middle of the season and then continue like, that just seems crazy, like everything you're setting up. But yeah. it, would, it would look like that first season is going to be a prequel. So the crisis, uh, you don't, don't even know if the crisis ever will actually have well, any impact unless, on that show. Well, this is the thing, unless they go down the routes they did in the comics where they pulled all the universes together into one world and the resulting world that comes out, the CW-verse, is a smashed together universe and it's reset some of the timelines. Yeah. It could be, Maybe. and that they um, reset the timelines. Um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird and interesting thing. I do think that they are going to combine um, some things. So, so let's, uh, let's move ahead, because I think we, we touched on a lot of that stuff coming up. So the next bit we have here is we know the Crisis on Infinite Earth 
is going to run over five hours. So it's going across all of the shows, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, and Arrow. And we know that they're splitting that up, that we're going to get three episodes in December and then the last two in January. So what are your thoughts on that, guys? Like, what do you think is going to be that big cliffhanger moment that we're going to get? It's going to be somebody carrying the body of somebody out as per the cover of the comics, isn't it? That's they're going to stick that in. Yeah. And they're going to leave us wondering if that guy, that, that character is dead up until January for a whole month. <laughs> That's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to have to be something big like somebody dying, isn't it? It can't really be. Unless it's literally just the anti monitor turning up. You know, maybe the first bit is a sort of a setup. I think. And then it arrives. And then it stops. Well, I, I think that what you're going to have here is this is in some capacity. The, the, the comparison that I've seen people make uh, online in some of the articles um, is that this is kind of like the TV DC Arrow versus uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah. You know, so how Infinity War, really, that was just one movie that was split into two parts. But um, when you reach that, break in the middle it was when thanos did his snap i think that's where we're going to hit in this break that we're going to get here is it's going to be the point where it looks like the anti-monitor is winning and all of these worlds are coming crushing together and the worlds are being destroyed um and uh it's going to be chaos i think um at this point you're going to have all that you're going to have multiple versions of different characters um all coming together and and I do th- agree with you guys that I think that that's going to be the point where it looks like someone has died and then so it's going to be this big oh no you can't stop now and come yeah. back in January for the epic conclusion yeah yeah, yeah so, I, don't, I, th- I think they'd, they'd be mad not to do it that way because that's just going to get everyone talking about it over Christmas so yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And so you need that hype because if they do that break there, you're going to end up with a bigger audience coming back in January to watch it because everyone that then didn't see it in December is going to be watching it on demand um, yeah. or catching the reruns. Everyone's going to be wanting to see it. it. And all their friends are going to say, you've got to watch it, you've got to watch it. Yeah. Catch up and then everybody be ready for January. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that if you, if you look at the trend that they've done with these crossover events, they've got better each year when they've done them. The Elseworlds yes. one could genuinely stand uh, function as a standalone thing. You didn't need to have watched the seasons of each one of those shows beforehand. When, it, when the Elseworlds uh, event starts, you get a nice introduction of all the characters. And you know, oh, they've got some stuff going on at the moment, which if you were watching the shows, makes sense. You're like, oh, okay, cool. So Arrow's like uh, fighting Vigilante. Um, you know, but... You also, you didn't need to know who that was. You need to say, it's like, well, these are superheroes fighting bad guys, you know, but it was a nice little way of introducing each one of them. And uh, it was a yeah. really cool intro. So I'm hoping that that's what we get from Crisis as well, where it f- genuinely will function as a standalone thing. You don't need to have watched each of the shows because if they can well, do that. I, I don't think that's going to be true because I feel like, the whole of Arrow leading up to it is going to be a massive setup. Yeah, I get the because you know with the way Arrow ended at the end of the last season, um, we're closing all of his storylines out on that future plot line where they tied up all the loose ends for all the characters in the future. I kind of get 
the impression that there are the eight, the eight or nine episodes leading up to Crisis are just going to be him and the him and the Monitor traveling the multiverse, setting up various points of this. So you'll get a lot of tie-ins through the, and they may even do yeah. some. They may even do like like the comics. They may even tie in some episodes of the um, the Crisis into into other episodes of the shows. So I, yeah, I think this is this, I do... this is going to be. Go on, no, go on. I, I do agree with you. I do, I do think that Arrow, by all accounts, it looks like that show as a series has finished. And what we're going to get with this remaining half season is a countdown to crisis. That's what Arrow is going to be. Um, just like you got in the comics where you would get those issues that were a lead up to the crisis event. Um, but they're things that supplement your enjoyment of the story. They're not essential to it if you're a completist like i think most of us are then you want to get all of the stuff i know that yeah yeah you want to get all of those tie-in issues and that so for us the is like, like you said that they introduced them all quite nicely in the last one where i feel like some of them might be introduced in the arrow show that they might just turn up in this five-part episode and you might not have a clue oh good point who or what they're from but if you watch the arrow thing you'll get their backstory so they can sort of crack on with the main the main plot of it during the five five episodes. That's what a feeling will happen. Yeah, it might not. No, I can that, see that. that. That's a good point. To... Oh, now, one of the things we do know that we're getting um, in this crossover is uh, Superman in in oh. in Supergirl. He's been off world for a while, um, but we know that he is coming back, and the Supergirl version of uh, Superman is going to be in it. But then also Brandon Ralph is putting back on the Superman costume and he's going to be in it, but as what looks like the Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite excited for that. <laughs> yes, so am I. I'm hoping. I, I, now... I can't wait for the interaction between them because you've got more of a veteran kind of Superman interacting with another... Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's, I, I, I think it's Tom so Welling. cool that they got him back in costume. It is. I mean, I, I understand from reading further into it, they can't bring him back as um, the Superman Returns Superman because the DC won't let the costume out of storage. <laughs> it's the only reason yeah. they're not doing that. Um, but I'm I'm quite excited to see where the Kingdom Come is going to fit into it. I'm kind of hoping that one of the episodes of Arrow will have our Ollie going to the Kingdom Come universe. Yes. I think by all accounts, it will. Um, like it, it kind of has to do that because... We're getting, and, and they're going to have to make him look a bit older um, as well, so that he's a, uh, an, an older Superman. But this also ties in with the fact that there are two other characters that we know are going to be in it. We know that Burt Ward, who played Robin in the 60s Batman, he's going to be making an appearance in, uh, in the crossover. We don't know the role that he's going to make an Nightwing. appearance in. He's going to be Nightwing. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing. Uh, I, I, the yeah. only reason that um, they haven't got Adam West is obviously because the, the legend has passed away. But I mean, can you imagine if they had him in as well? They just have him and Adam Burtwood in the original costumes yeah. from the 60s. Thing. Oh, <laughs> they, that would be amazing. That would be the funniest thing. But we are getting, so we're getting Kingdom Come Superman. We're getting Burtwood appearing in it. And we, now we know that Kevin Conroy is going to oh, be yes. appearing as an elderly Bruce Wayne. What are your guys' thoughts that he's also going to be the Kingdom Come Bruce Wayne? I can't wait to see... Oh, in the Kingdom Come Bruce Wayne. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It would make... That never even crossed my mind. No, that hasn't crossed my thoughts either. That, maybe, that would be the best way to slot him in because of his age. 
Um, but I, I'm, I'm excited. I was thinking more Batman Beyond Future. Yeah, that would work too because he's got the voice. He's that. He is like that yeah. Batman, isn't he? He is that one, yeah. So. <laughs> but you ca- you can't go in like the Batman Beyond without bringing in Batman Beyond. Is my thinking there? And we know we're going to Kingdom Come because of Brandon Ralph Superman. So that yeah. would be a logical spot to put in an would, older yeah. Bruce Wayne in it. Oh no, I'm really excited for that because I I can't wait to see Kevin in any an actual live action bat suit. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I love the idea of seeing the Kingdom Come world. You know, getting them like them yes. going there and seeing how they do that because that's uh, that would that would be awesome. That would be so cool to see that, like how they approach it. The other, the other thing I'm looking forward to is like when you saw Batwoman in the last last year's crossover. She'd never met Batman. You know, he'd already gone and disappeared, hadn't he? For six years, he's been missing. So she can still she can get like mentored by Burt, Burt Ward as Robin or Nightwing and. <laughs> Kevin Conroy is Batman as well. You know, they can give her a little hints or, you know, just say something to her. I'm quite looking forward to that interaction. Yes. Be, uh, be quite interesting, I think. That would be, that would be very Tom. cool. Now, we do also know Tom Kavanagh, he's going to be the person that's playing Pariah. We know that we can't yeah. have Pariah. You can't have Crisis without having Pariah. So um, I feel that's quite fitting. You know, Tom Kavanagh, we've had him in so many different roles now. Um, yeah. <laughs> like making him pariah is it's kind of funny and fitting, so I think that's cool. And visually, we, I think well, we know that uh, he'll look like reverse. It. We should be seeing reverse flash as well, as he said to Barry, We'll see you in the next crisis. Who's going to be doing multiple duty once again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then what else do we have? We know that, um, that there is some concept art going around for the anti monitor, which. Yeah, I, I hope it's not actually accurate because it's kind of disappointing that it just it looks exactly like the monitor, but like darker. Yeah, sort of anti-colors. Isn't yeah, it? Um, and it's like oh, I feel like it's a little bit disappointing. Blue, yellow, want... horrible thing from the comics. So we want that that that, monitor, that that thing back again. You have to get the weird face, the weird mouth bit from the uh, that the anti-monitor has. It's got a very distinctive look, you know. Uh, I don't know. Well, maybe that's only one of his forms. You know, they've got a... It's a TV show, remember, and their, like, budget is obviously... It's true. So I was thinking, like... they'll have him like that most of the time, and then when he's, you know, final fight scene, he transforms into the slightly larger one with the sort of face... Well, I was thinking the face that we have in the comics could be a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, so that could be... Because it kind of looks somewhat robotic as well, like in the comics anyway. Yeah. So... uh, that could be a helmet, so we see at a point similar to. Well, it could be like because um, every time he defeats the world, doesn't he? He gets more. He changes it into more anti-matter, so he's able to become more powerful. Yeah. So maybe the more he takes, the more he can then get his like sort of final form kind of thing. Yeah, that's they might true. Go that kind of route. I was also thinking it could be like in um, the the animated movie with uh, Death and Return, Reign of the Superman, where you've got. Um, Luther, we actually got him with the long hair and that it, for a brief moment in the elevator and then takes it off. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we might get a similar thing with, um, with the anti-monitor that we see think... him as the anti-monitor for a moment, but then he takes that helmet off. Well, like, like, yeah, like Ross said, it'll start yeah. out as armor and then it'll change back into a more sort of humanoid form. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. next thing um, we also know here is 
after there's been much speculation since this show first came on as to whether or not it was in the Arrowverse. And then we were told it wasn't in the Arrowverse, but now it is going to be in the Arrowverse, is Black Lightning. So Black Lightning, from what we know, it's Black Lightning and some friends from are going to be coming into the crossover. So I assume his kids. Yeah, uh, Thunder and, uh, what's her name? Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning. Yep. Um, So I think that's pretty cool to have them, like, if they did the crossover and didn't have them, that would be so bad to be including so many different things and not include Black Lightning. Um, Well, this is the perfect opportunity to bring them all into the same world so they can all cross over a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, if if they're going to go down the route of smashing all the universes together in a New 52 style, um, they could have them be in the same universe after that. But it also... If, if they come in as part of another parallel universe, Cisco would then know which Earth they're from and they could go there more often. So, Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's the thing that I do think is an interesting thing we've got there is that at the moment, in shows like The Flash, jumping between Earths is a pretty common thing. That's going to come to an end. And, you know, Cisco being able to just portal between Earths. Yeah. If all the Earths are combined and we get down to just one, that's completely gone. We're not going to have any more of that jumping between Earths. Well, they have Which... been in, in Flash. They have been working to remove Cisco from the, from the TV show, from the sound of it. He's um, had that whole plot line last season of trying to get rid of his powers and not wanting to to be Vibe anymore. So maybe they were working on that in the background. You think that's a good point? Yeah, because then if you remove Vibe's ability to go between Earths, all that you're well, left he took the cure, didn't he? He can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he took that cure, so he's not doing it anymore. So the only way of moving between us, just like it's going to be... They had that little device that they had. Yeah, they the device, yeah. I assume, is just not going to work anymore. Or it's going to get broken in the event. Um, or it might get broken in the run-up to the event. Who knows? We'll see. Um, and Because uh, if that happens, if the device gets broken in the run-up to the event and Cisco doesn't have his powers, then that means that as things are going bad, they can't jump over and get like Supergirl or whatnot. So they won't be able to be in a combined universe until you're at that pivotal point in the, uh, the event where the Earths are combining. Now, finally, the heroes get to come together. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a I mean, the only way they'll be able to do it is if the Monitor then moves with Oliver and goes and picks them up. And he's, uh, he's like the only one that can sort of help them. Yeah, true. Um, or Flash should be able to, you know... Uh, yeah, if he runs fast. You know, yeah. should be able to do it. But... Um, all right, so what else we got here? So we know we've got Black Lightning. Um, and uh, we know that there is going to be some kind of Batwoman-Supergirl team-up, which is playing off of their relationship that we saw kick off in Elseworlds. Um, yeah. There's an agenda is... swap super friends. So... <laughs> exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so the, the crossover event, I know it kicks off with on the Supergirl in, uh, on her time slot. So she's like the first episode, but I don't think that necessarily means anything, you know, because, no. you know, look at how they did Elseworlds. Yeah. Like if you go back, they were all in it anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all in it and they're all introduced yeah. at the same time. It's not like um, Invasion where each episode clearly was focused on whichever character's time slot that was. Yeah. They got their episode. Um but, uh, yeah, so I don't think that's necessarily going to be a thing. But it, uh, I think we've heard, it's not written in this article I'm referencing at the moment, but um, I think I remember hearing or see a reading somewhere that um, with this event, 
Supergirl was going to be like a focal, one of the lead characters, like a, the front and center character um, for the story. So, which I, on one hand, I feel like it, with Arrow coming to an end, it kind of feels like it should be more green Arrow just to you know send him off. But, yeah. um, but I remember hearing somewhere that, uh, you know, Supergirl is going to be more the main person on this one. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, like I say, it's not written in this article. I'm not sure where I heard that, but but there we go. So I think now we've covered everything there that we know so far. Um, We know Psycho Pirate's going to be in it, obviously. Yeah. Um, There was was one other thing I'm looking at here, which is... And Lex Luthor. Sorry, Colonel. The possibility of a Arrow spin-off coming out of the events of Crisis. Um, yes. Which, if I had to hedge bets, and if I really, really wanted to cross my fingers, what I would hope would be John Diggler's a Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not, I will be disappointed, I have to admit. Because they have teased that since last year. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be. It's the perfect way... <laughs> Segueing that show off into well, they've been they've been setting it up and teasing it non-stop for the last season. <laughs> yeah, I forget who this interview is with. It was one of the executive producers, I believe, where they were asked about that about the spin-off, and um, the response they said is that that is something that they are looking at. They are looking to do. Uh, I mean, technically, all the shows are like a spin-off of Arrow. Um, yeah. So uh, having another spin-off of Arrow doesn't necessarily mean that it's something from Arrow. Um, but the point that he made is that uh, their focus at the moment, like they are looking to spin off another show. They're like, they are looking to do that. But the idea of that is so, such a broad thing at the moment that their focus right now is on Batwoman. They're like, that is our next step in this universe. And uh, he said that like their plan is for this TV universe to be going on for a very long time. Like they're not near the end of it. They want to be able to make sure there's some longevity in this. So they are looking to be, you know, over time, gradually like adding new shows to keep this universe, shared universe going. But right now they don't know what that next spinoff is going to be because their focus is on Batwoman. Once Batwoman's off the ground, then they're going to start looking at what the actual spin-off would be. So I don't, for me, like looking at the characters that we've had in Arrow, I don't know if I personally would want a show that's focused on any one of those characters as they are at the moment. I mean, even you guys just then, you referred to like a Green Arrow Diggle. That would be awesome because the current version of Diggle isn't Green Arrow. So, sorry, Green Lantern. Um... So, uh, yeah, the current version of Diggle we have is not a Green Lantern one. So if it was just Diggle as he is now, would you want a spin-off on Diggle? Oh, no, 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 no. But what I, what I want to happen is in the crisis is uh, Green Lantern turns up. Say Ollie finds a world, whatever, with the monitor, finds a Green Lantern. That Green Lantern dies. The ring then goes oh. onto the Diggle that we know. And then that starts <laughs> off him becoming Green Lantern in that show, learning it. Well, we'll... Maybe, maybe developing it a bit and then the show starts off with him already with the ring learning and then going off to Iowa for the first we already know from we already know from the last year's crisis that there is a version of Diggle in the multiverse that was a green lantern from uh, Earth 90 so yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. That's that's what I say. You can just bring that one over and then that one dies. And then the ring automatically goes to the Diggle that we know because he's technically the same person, just from a different earth. It would be amazing if they were to do something like that in this crisis event. Have a Green Lantern yeah. appear, have them die and have the ring go on to someone. Diggle would make the most sense by all accounts. I mean, they don't even have to do a show straight off the back of Crisis. They can set it up in this Crisis that he gets the ring and then he doesn't know what to do with it by the end of Crisis. And then should yeah. they decide to make the show a couple of years down the line, they can have him kick off from that point. <laughs> exactly. He set the seed. I mean, they basically said that since that moment, John Wesley Snick came in and said, ah, John, why are you not wearing yeah. your ring? <laughs> they basically set it up straight from that moment. Well, and, and there was, there was the... Because they obviously knew they were making this crossover when they were making that one because they announced it at the end. So I have the, uh, the reveal. Without, also, the, the reveal in Arrow as well, that his surname is actually Stuart. Um, he just he just yeah. chooses to use Diggle because he wasn't a fan of his stepfather. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 all there. They just need to just need to follow up on it. That's all they need. To do. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool to have a uh, have a Green Arrow show, and they could totally uh, not Green Arrow, Green Lantern. I have, I have a Green Lantern show like that. Would uh, I feel like we're at a point where they could do that and they could pull it off. Yeah. It doesn't even need to all be on Oa, but if we can have a show that takes place all on like Krypton, I feel like we can do one that takes place all on Oa. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, you've got to think like Legends, they travel around time and they change the sets all the time, don't they, to you know, match the, the timeline that they're in. So I don't think it'd be too difficult to change it to different planets that they go to traveling around being a cop kind of thing. They could also make the show mainly take place on Earth. Yeah, they could. Yeah, so, you know, they could uh, keep it simple and occasionally you can have aliens or whatnot from Oa come down um, yeah. and uh, brief scenes somewhat uh, with Oa. So it's, it's doable. It would be awesome. And it's, yeah. it's so the show that everyone wants. You know, every fan would love to have a Green it's it's an show. opportunity to do the Green Lantern mythos right after I'm, um, you know, I know some people enjoyed it, but the um, the Ryan Reynolds movie was was not done right, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, like the first forty minutes till he got to Owa, it was pretty good. And then after he left Owa, it went downhill for me. I just feel for me, uh, Ryan Reynolds wasn't good casting as Hal Jordan, in my opinion. Um, I feel like he would have done a better Kyle Rayner. I think Guy Gardner, um, the way he can be, way he played it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Guy Gardner is a very particular type of personality. I feel like, uh, I, for me, I don't think he could do Guy Gardner. But um, him as how it was, that was disappointing um, for me. But, you know, they also... At least he's found his Deadpool now. He's perfect as Deadpool. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. He's fantastic as Deadpool. So, uh, so yeah. So that I think that is everything we know. Um, all the TV shows do do they start up in October, first? isn't it? Do you want to end with a few predictions? I think we should. I mean, uh, what I was just about to say is like the shows come back in October, so we have uh, all the shows come back beginning of October. So you have October, yeah. uh, November, and then it's in December. So we just get like two months of uh, of the TV shows, and then we have uh, the event. So question here with you guys, do you think, we know, I think we can take it for granted that the Arrow, the coming up half season of Arrow is going to be Countdown to Crisis. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just going to be a big run up. As long as I don't call do it you, Countdown, because Countdown in the comics is awful. 
to, <laughs> or they could call it Countdown to Crisis instead yeah. of Countdown. Um, but I don't know. I feel like they might market it as that. Or they have to like, they have to say at least in the posters or something do like Countdown to Crisis. Mm. Um, but do you think for the <laughs> other wanna... shows in their first half of their season, is it all going to be built up to? the crisis or do you think that they're going to continue business as usual like uh you know like the crisis just something that's going to happen what do you think i think i think business is yeah i think maybe maybe there might be one or two things in there that might set up a little bit i think so as well i think i think a lot of the shows will have a lot of the shows are going to have lead-ins and tie-ins and references to it coming up to it i mean the biggest one i think will be flash i reckon what they'll do is the, the the episodes leading up to the crossover will be a small villain, uh, and then after the the crossover, there'll be something larger. After sort of spanning out of it, that might even come from the crisis. Yeah, I think yeah. so. There's because there, it would be, be weird to have a massive event like this and not have some fallout come um, over the shows. So there's, yeah. there's got yeah. to be something coming from the crisis that will be the um the the driving force for most of the seasons after that. So, well, like we saw um. We saw Godspeed, didn't we, in Flash? And he was in yeah. the future and he wasn't very good. But they could easily, after this thing happens, you know, his somebody else becomes Godspeed and becomes a lot more powerful. And then he becomes the main villain for next season or something like that. I can see that happening. I'm pretty sure we saw a set photo showing that Godspeed is in, uh, if not the Crisis event, he's in this season of Flash. I'm pretty sure we saw oh, a set it? photo. Oh, okay. I think it was a set sure. photo that had like Godspeed and Reverse Flash and someone else. Like you had a bunch of people together. Oh. Um, I think Intriguing. that the I think these shows are going to be like to some capacity business as usual. But I think or kind of hope that they'll take a similar approach um, that you had in the comics in the run up to the death of Superman, where at the end of an issue you got like the punch in the ground. You you know the slowly you got like a just like this one frame yeah you know and it's like so something's happening something's coming and eventually Doomsday's fist came out and I think that you'll get that at the end of if not every episode you know every other episode or something they will end with something build up subtle something yeah. subtle where you're like all right something's going on something's coming well you kind Don't of know got, what it is there's some there's some indication already if they decide to go down that route because obviously. Uh, Ollie's gone. He's just disappeared. Um, yeah. Barry would surely yeah. question where where his where his mate's gone. Um, That's what I want. At the end of every hour, um, the the ten episodes leading up to it, every end of every Arrow show, he ends up on a new Earth, and at the end, he just goes, "Oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> and there's a universe where um, Scott Bakula plays Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Otherwise, uh, predictions in general for um, for the crisis event. For me, I think uh, Ollie's going to end up that he's not going to die. He's going to end up in a pocket universe. Um, but uh, we know from the flash forwards that he's not necessarily with everyone. Um, you no, know, but so Felic- at the end of Arrow, Felicity did go off with the monitor, so perhaps she- she's gone to be with him. Um... Yeah. Gone in that pocket universe, yeah. yeah, yeah. So ultimately, she goes to join him in the pocket universe, um, because he makes a point of saying, Yeah, where he is, there's no coming back, yeah. So, yeah. I think it's once to take you into that pocket universe, you're in it, 
but it also does leave the door slightly open for the idea that he could appear again in uh, coming out of it, just like in the comics, the people stuck in the pocket universe were able to come out. Yes. So I think that we'd have that. So I don't think the Flash is going to die because I don't think you can have the Flash show without Flash at this point. Not no, at this the, point. Uh, I feel the, like they the Wally... set it up. Although the, although the actor that plays Wally West is good, he's not good enough to take over the show um, for me. So. so Yeah, and he's, he's, he's certainly not good enough at, at this point. I mean, it's possible that maybe if they could get it to a point where he could take over, but we're certainly not at that point at the moment. Like, if you were then to have him take over, I think you'd lose a big chunk of your audience. Um, so I don't think we're going to lose him. And uh, Supergirl, uh, Supergirl's not going to disappear. Um, yeah. You know, Superman could die because Supergirl TV show gets by fine uh, without him being in it regularly. Although technically that would suggest that she would have to do more off-world stuff if Superman was to die. I would hope they don't do because they one of the few things I didn't like about the, the the last crisis was how much they not depowered Superman, but how little he he had to do and how little his power seemed to be effective compared to let's make Supergirl awesome. So I hope that he gets a bit more of a starring role. Yeah, I, well, there's freaking two of them at least. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got they got more to do. Mm. So that would be inter- it. Will also be interesting to see like with the the Brandon Ralph Superman, whether or not he's going to be. Uh, how how different he's going to be in his tone to um, yeah. to the younger Superman, similar to how you had it in the original Crisis event, the older Superman, the younger Superman, that there was a very different ap- uh, approach to the tone. Yeah. Mm. So I think that would be interesting. Uh, I also want to I want to see quite a few, especially as this is Arrow's sort of last send off. I want to see a few cameos. Like I'd love to see a universe like. Say Arrow goes and he gets virtually every Green Lantern, a uh, Green Arrow from uh, each universe. So Tommy Tommy Merlin comes back and he's Green Lantern. Robert uh, Queen comes back, he's Green Lantern. You have Merlin come back maybe as a as a Green Arrow. Uh, you know, just I'd like to see those. I don't know. I just want to see those kind of cameos to sort of send it all off a bit, give him a bit of legacy. Because like Tommy did come back for that sort of hallucination. Yeah. Hell, if they if they're bringing in Green Arrows from all across the multiverse, they could bring in the one from um, Smallville and then potentially Tom Welling as well. Yeah, one from Smallville. <laughs> yeah, bring them all from it. I'd be so good. They've got so many opportunities. It's just can they get the actors? I think is their main issue. But I think um, one of the things on that though is that you. So would you want? An army of archers attacking the Anti-Monitor is on par with, like, an army of Hawkeye taking on Thanos. You know, it's saying where you're like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, wouldn't you? I mean, it would be a cool send-off for, uh, for Green Arrow. But really, when you've got actual super-powered super heroes there as well, you're going to want them more fighting the Anti-Monitor, aren't you? I don't know. Uh... I felt like, you know, I don't know, they could use the book to change some items or you could have it just, a, say if the Arrow guys are, they, they've got all these heroes and each one of them is the leader of a separate team that has different objectives. And because they're so, you know, they're sort of always the leader 
and they were the arrow was the show that started everything you could have them leading each team so one team's got a superman one team's got a supergirl in each one do you know what i mean and there's like this massive sort of group of people with all separate teams with different goals you know they've got to go over there and stop somebody doing something else and they've got to some people have got to go and save the city because you know something's happening to it you know that kind of thing i think that would be a a good way of doing it rather than them actually be actually fighting you know you leave that to the big the big guns but they're sort of i don't know in charge of operations hmm interesting Well, I think there's a lot of cool possibilities here with this show. Uh, I think mm. it's safe to say we're all very excited <laughs> for, um, for this. Oh, yes. And uh, it's totally one of those things, uh, stories as well, where you know that there's really no point in rereading the comic in the run-up to this because it's not really going to be the same as the comic. Um, no. But it also doesn't need to be. All it needs to be is this epic event that crosses, that combines yeah. multiple Earths and we get to see all different versions of characters, which we know we're getting. So I'm looking forward to seeing something new and um, yeah. something cool with a lot of people in it. Super excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got faith because like, like you said, everyone, since they first did the first crossover, everyone's got better every year. And they, so they, I feel like this one is, is going to be... They threw a load of things at the, at the wall with the last Crisis event um, last year. So we've got faith that they can match that. Yeah. All right. So that is it for this episode of Legends of Podcasting. Let us know what you guys think about this crossover event. What are you hoping for? What are you hoping doesn't happen? You know, so let us know in the comments. Uh, Find us on social media. Just look for Legends of Podcasting. Uh, And remember, wherever you found this episode you're listening to right now, click that subscribe button. Click that subscribe button. And you'll get notified whenever we have new episodes out. Sometimes we're doing regularly, sometimes not as regularly. So it's important to get notified. <laughs> um, also, be sure you can find on any of these podcasting platforms, leave, a, leave us a review. Um, you're on iTunes, podcast, go on it. Give us a review on it. Positive, negative, whatever. Let us know what you think. Um, so love to get some reviews. That is a simple way of supporting the show. Shows that have more reviews end up appearing higher in the search results. So that would be helping us out. Um, also, be sure to head over to our YouTube where there's lots of reaction videos to pretty much all the TV shows that we watch now. And you can also support us on Patreon. So head over to Patreon, look for Legends of Podcasting, and you can support this, um, the show over there as well. So uh, that's it from me. Bye from Ross. And that's bye from me, Rob, as well.